welcome everyone to episode 90 here on the Proven Knowledge Podcast. This is the Creator Series. Today I welcomed a Pittsburgh native, Philadelphia-based singer-songwriter. Her name is Sinya. I connected with her back in December. We've been talking about working on music and I got her on the podcast this week. Uh, we talked about her influences, mostly jazz artists, some of the artists that she grew up uh, listening to with her parents as well that she mentions. Um, she talks about getting started around the summer of 2020 and just the um, <coughs> just the um, journey she's been on so far, you know, gaining uh, traction by putting out different music. Uh, her first EP, Phase One, came out back in the fall. Uh, she talked about getting an interface and a microphone and kind of just getting going. Uh, she's going to be putting out part two and three this year as well as doing a lot more live shows. So I'm looking forward to all that that she has going. Um, first of all, I want to address it. I am sick, so I sound terrible in this episode. I sound terrible at this moment, so I do apologize. Um, but I thought this was a great episode, and Sydney shared a lot of great information about her and where she's at. And I'm looking forward to hopefully working with her very soon um, in some form or capacity. So without further ado, let's get into the episode. All right, welcome everyone. Episode number 90 here on the Proven Knowledge Podcast. This is the Creator Series. Today we have a great singer-songwriter. Uh, she's out of Pittsburgh, currently based in Philadelphia. I've been connected with her for about a month now. Sinya is here. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you today? Doing great. Uh, you know, like I said, I'm glad to get you on here, uh, get to know a little bit more about you and your story. So, you know, just to start every episode uh, we have the guests give a little bit of background. How did you get into music? How long have you been doing it? Really just basic information for those that might not be familiar with you and what you do. Okay, so my story is a little funny. Um, I actually never really sung in front of people like my entire life up until 2020 when I, I wasn't even singing in front of people. I was just posting videos on Instagram. So since I was like a little girl, I'd always been writing poetry. And I feel like writing is like my strongest base. I'm, I've always been most confident in writing. Mm -hmm. um, and just over the years growing up, there'd be times where I would be like, hey, let me try to do like a song, like write a song. But um, I was so scared to sing in front of people. I just grew up so shy and timid that I never thought that I could be a singer. And I would sing to myself every now and then, you know, or like when people weren't at my house, like family members, I would go on YouTube and sing like karaoke's and stuff. <laughs> but I never really believed in myself. Um, so, but I've always been a lover of music completely. Like music has held me in some of my darkest moments and some of my happiest. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, music has just been such a good thing for me, but I really started, um, my career started in 2020. Um, I posted an Instagram cover of Wasted by Summer Walker, and I was so nervous to do it, but I was just like, let me go, put this out there and just see what happens. Um, and what actually led up to me doing that was so... I'm sure like you know and a bunch of people know about like Dreamville and there's like a documentary on YouTube and when it came out I would watch it and just feel so inspired but for some reason in the summer of 2020 I just like kept binging it over and over and over 
And I've got so much inspiration through it, just seeing these artists collaborate together and, you know, pretty much have a collective and be in rooms writing and creating melodies. And I was just thinking, like, I want to do this. Like, Mm -hmm. I want to write. I want to make music. I want to help people heal. That's, like, one of my biggest things is my music heals me and I hope it heals people. Mm -hmm. But, um, so, yeah, I I binge-watched that. And um, I just started writing again. I mean, I never really stopped writing, but I was really getting into like trying to create bars and uh, get back into more songwriting than just um, like prose poetry. So that inspired me so much that after that, that was like August 2020, I started really practicing my singing, but I was still nervous to sing in front of people. And I was still at my mom's house in Pittsburgh. So I would try to sing when my mom or brother were at work. And then when they would come home, I wouldn't do anything. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I would just quiet up. I would hear a car and I'm like, okay, I'm done. Um, But I just pushed through it and would create uh, on my own time. Um, And then I posted that cover on Instagram. And more than just the people hyping me up, like friends and family, I felt really empowered by it just putting myself out there Mm -hmm. yeah and um it just started catapulting from there um i ended up buying like a usb mic (laughs) i was trying to create songs there with garage band still use garage band one day i'll graduate from that but uh yeah and then i ended up like when i really started taking this seriously was when i bought an interface and that was in december of 2020 and I started really focusing on songs and songwriting. Yeah, that's super awesome. It's glad to hear that you like just got the confidence just from putting yourself out there. You know, and that's always the hardest part I think is to put yourself out there because you really don't know. Like you're afraid of the rejection. You know what I mean? Like if people don't like you, you're like, damn, I just did that all for people to not enjoy it or whatever. And so I totally see where you're coming from in that regard. Uh, going back to the documentary, I think you're talking about the uh, Revenge of the Dreamers. Uh, documentary. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I remember seeing that when that uh, album came out and everything. I, I, You're right, though. It's like seeing all those different artists and their different skill sets all in one place, kind of just working and flowing together. It was like, that's what it's all about. You know what I mean? Just getting a lot of artists together and seeing what you can create. I got another one for you. Uh, that's another J. Cole one. I might have to send it to you. Uh, it was when he was making the For Your Eyes Only one. I don't know if you've ever seen that one. I have. And I love that album. Yeah. Very good documentary. I watched that. I think I've seen that more than the Revenge of the Dreamers one because it shows like how in depth he got with that album, where he brought in like live musicians and a lot of different players and everything, and kind of made everyone uh, see his vision almost as to what he had to do to create that whole story of that album. So that's another great one. Uh, but yeah, I totally agree with what you were saying about. It sometimes it just takes that like one or two people to be like, yeah, this is really good. You should you should try and pursue this, and then you do it, and the more confidence you build, and the more consistent you get with it, you just feel better. You know what I mean? And you knew the talent was in there all along. You just had to continue on, and it's great to see where you're at now. Cause like when I came across your page like a month ago, I was like, she seems like she already has like a brand identity, and she has music videos and an EP out. Like you already have these little pillars in place and you're already building something great. So I think it's cool to see where it's come already in two years though for you. So. Thank you so much. Yeah. yeah. It's so hard though for me. <laughs> As every artist, we just like, 
at least I do. I criticize myself where I'm like, oh, I'm not doing enough, but I feel like I'm where I need to be right now. Mm-hmm. The future, I don't know what it's going to look like. I have hopes for it, but like, I'm trying to just feel proud of myself in this moment. And yeah, you like talking, saying like, I have a brand that's visible to people. Like that's really exciting. Cause sometimes I overthink like, do I have a brand? Am I all over the place? But maybe that is my brand kind of thing. Yeah. I mean, in my opinion, you're definitely on the right track. I think, like I said, just consistency and just continuing to put the work in what you're already doing. You're going to, you're going to go places for sure. So just keep it up uh, for real. So obviously you mentioned, you know, you did live in Pittsburgh. Now you're in Philadelphia. I'm curious what exactly led to that move. Was it for connections? Was it for schooling? Like what brought into that whole decision to move east? Yeah, so uh, love to Pittsburgh. Love you, Pittsburgh. Um, gotta just put that out there. <laughs> but I, so I um, was in college. I graduated in May of 2021, but um, I was taking a fifth year. So this was the fall semester in 2020. And I had known I, I wanted to leave Pittsburgh just like to expand myself, go somewhere new. I like traveling and I like putting myself in situations where like I'm going to have to make some changes. And when I started music, I knew like I was like, yeah, this something's got to change. And um, it was really just a move for growth. So I was wondering where to even go. Um, at first I was thinking maybe go to Austin, Texas, because I know they have a good music scene down there. But then I'm like, I don't have a car. <laughs> and I know it's better to have a car to live there. And so I was like, okay, where else could I go? And I was like, hmm, maybe Philly. Uh, it's in-state, you know, it's only five hours from Pittsburgh. If anything goes wrong, I could go back to my mom's. And um, so I made the final decision in like November. And then I moved, or the final decision was really in like December, and I ended up moving into Philly in February. So I was just like, once I made that decision, I said, okay, let's find a place, try to find a job, you know, try and scrap up savings and just get out of here. <laughs> but yeah. So that's been almost a year then, right? In total. Yeah, it's about yeah. a whole year. So how, how do you like it overall? Do you think you made the right decision then? Yeah, I definitely think I did. Honestly, moving to Philly has made me appreciate Pittsburgh even more. I feel like when you leave your hometown, you learn to love it in ways that you never once did. Mm-hmm. But And I also love Philly, too. Like, it's bigger, you know, there's a lot more opportunities here and just a different artistic scene. Um, but, yeah, I love both cities, and I'm happy to have people in both now. Mm-hmm. I might have to connect you with a good friend of mine named Simone Owens, who lives in Philadelphia. She does a lot of jazz music. I feel like you, you two might be able to kind of connect a little bit. I don't know. After my yeah, I love jazz. I love jazz. Yeah, no doubt. Um, so I know you mentioned about like your social media earlier, and we talked about it, kind of how you've been building up your brand and everything over there. Um, so I'm curious, you know, just with everything else you got going on in your life and everything, personal life, uh, what you do day to day, how are, how are you balancing like creating music, putting it on social media, also having to do your daily activities? Like what does the daily workflow look like for you? Or is it just kind of like random, like every day is different and you just kind of try to make it work? 
latter, like, I definitely struggle with my attention. So, and I feel like that kind of helps me do a lot of things, but it also makes me kind of just, like, spazzy. Like, I don't know. I feel like it works (laughs) in a way. It's it's like organized chaos. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) So I, um, I would say, like, I work a full-time job. So that's like, you know, eight eight hours of my day. And then all, sometimes, you know, really good lyrics come to me when I'm at work and I'll have to write them down. (laughs) It's funny because I work in a lab, so I'll be in my lab coat and I'll have to be like, I'll have to write it on a piece of paper or something (laughs) and bring it back to the office or put it on my phone. Uh, But once I get off work, you know, I try to take a little time to relax um, check my Instagram because you know sometimes people will reach out for things or you know just to try to get engagement going and I would say at night is when my music making really comes to life mm-hmm. do you think, yeah do you I think you uh, create better at night like does that actually help you you think I think I do because at night is like I'm most alone and I'm most alone with my thoughts and feelings and I can reflect on a day and something about the night just inspires me. I think it's the moon too. Like, I don't know. I just, I feel really in tune with myself when it's quieter. Mm-hmm. I think that's the best thing too, is when you can just, like you said, you reflect on just life. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like when you're in the midst of like your day, you don't even have time to do that because you're focused on what do I have to do next? What do I, where do I have to go? Who am I meeting today? It's like when you can just wind down and there's nothing and your mind is pretty much free, that's where you're like, oh, the creative energy is just here. So now I just got to harness it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So for Mm -hmm. you, are you like listening to just different types of music to write to and then maybe find another like beat or something to write whatever song you're writing to? Do you already have music available to put ideas down? Are you just writing words and then just eventually making it into a song? Like how are you doing it? So I do a mix of writing and freestyling. I write a lot without music. Sometimes I do find listening to like jazz music or instrumentals that I'm not planning on singing to really help me when I'm writing. Anything that gets me feeling deep in my emotions. But yeah, I usually um, just have material and then I'll find a bee or someone will send me something I'll create to it. Um, I'll try to apply lyrics, maybe like lyrics from like a year ago um, to something that someone would send me today. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's kind of like you said, organized chaos. It's always different. So if you're such a big jazz fan, then I'm curious, like who are the major influences? Maybe people you listened to growing up or maybe people that you still listen to now. Like who are some of your favorite artists uh, that really inspire you to create? Mm, so jazz uh amy winehouse is like Mm, legend oh yeah oh my god rest in peace she i was just singing one of her songs today like she inspires me so much um alpha mist i he's just an incredible instrumentalist um he's from the uk would love to collaborate with him one day that's one of my goals um and then beyond jazz really everything i grew up listening to all kinds of music you know my dad um would just play like 70s funk to snoop dogg to you know he's from he was from ethiopia so he played ethiopian music my mom would play like you know rap like queen latifah or red hot chili peppers 
So I grew up with all kinds of um, genres. And then in my journey, I had like a, a Paramore phase, still love them. The Killers, Beach House, Foster the People. Um, I love Janae Aiko so much. SZA, Kendrick, like so many different artists. I'm not even, I'm mad that I can't remember them all right now. It's just because <laughs> in the moment, but I love, just love sound. Yeah. Who out of those people would you say is like a dream collaboration? Like if you could ever do a song with them or a project with them, who would it be, you think? Alpha Mist. Alpha Mist, like to the max. I'd love to create music with him one day. Um, I love the collaborations he does uh, with people. Um, making a song with like Janae would also be dope just because she makes music to heal people and that's something that I like to do too. Uh yeah, I feel like those two I would love love to do something with. It's crazy because I feel like we still have to wait another year for another Janae album. Like, she takes like three years between albums, but it's always worth it. it oh, it so is. Yeah, and I, I do. I think maybe we'll get teased with like a single this year, hopefully, but I'm waiting patiently for whatever she puts out. I know she dropped that like Christmas single. I didn't listen to it because I'm just not a Christmas like song fan. But yeah, I know she's definitely working on something. She just keeps it under wraps. You know what I mean? She's one of those artists. I think she just likes to like lay back and like write for a long time and then just work with a very small group of people on it and just make it great. So yeah. Yeah. So out of all the people that you've had an opportunity to work with so far, though, who do you think are some people that you know, you'd always love to come back to working with them, maybe a producer, engineer, anyone that's helped you along the way up to this point. Um, shout out to my friend, engineer, producer, Zay the Greater. Uh, made like really cool songs with him. He's a producer based in Philly. And yeah, his his sound style is really dope because he can, he can really just adapt to all different kinds of artists. Um, so I'm always like kind of I would say actively and inactively because like we both kind of do our own thing but whenever we come together we just make magic um also um Jamo I that's a YouTube uh, a producer I met through YouTube uh have a couple songs like I've kind of done with him and with his beats um really great great stuff um also uh Oh my god, I'm like blanking. <laughs> I haven't done too many collaborations. Um but yeah, I'm sorry, I'm like blanking right now thinking of names. Nah, that's pretty good though. I mean it did the uh the first guy, did he do most of the EP then? No. Uh actually I got every beat was from YouTube except for one. So I forgot to plug a really good one. My brother, um, he goes by the artist named Deej. And he actually produced Take Your Time, Little Bird on my EP. But everything else was from YouTube. But yeah, because I'm doing a trilogy series for my EP, I dropped phase one in September 2021. Phase two should be coming out in um, February or March of this year. Um, I really want to work with producers and build songs. That's like one of my goals for mm -hmm. the next two projects. I like that though, because there's, I think you can tap into more styles that way too. And like you said, with the phases, you kind of want them to be different as well. And then if yeah. you work with different people, you can just show the different sides of your artistry through that. So mm -hmm. yeah, I think that's great. Looking forward to all that for sure. 
so what do you think, you know, 2022 is pretty much in full swing at this point. What do you think by the end of the year you want to say that you accomplished that was like high on your list? Mm. So having phase three done, like um, putting a cap on the trilogy is something I look forward to so, so, so much. Um, I also look forward to performing more. I haven't really performed since October of last year and um, just had to take a break, reconnect with myself, figure out what my values were, like what I really want with music. So now that I have a you know better head on my shoulders, I'm really excited to start performing. I have like new equipment coming in to spice everything up. I just want to feel comfortable on stage and really create experiences. Um, what else for 2022? I want to travel more, you know, God willing with, you know, the state of the, the world in this pandemic, um, do that as much as I can, but being as safe as I can, um, and staying healthy. Um, I want to, and on performing, I want to perform in Pittsburgh a lot more because mm-hmm. I haven't done it yet, but yeah, at the end of this month I will, but yeah. yeah. I was about to say, you got to have that homecoming show, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That'd be awesome. So I'll be, yeah, I'll be performing at um, Rothko House in Pittsburgh on the 29th, January 29th. So I'm really excited about that. It's a show, underground show in Pittsburgh. I really got to get back out to Pittsburgh. I've only been to uh, Stage AE is the only venue I've been to out there. Very nice venue. One of the nicest venues I've ever been to. But I got to yeah. see what else you guys got out there. Yeah, there's honestly, the cool thing about Pittsburgh is it's just like, unique and i say this with the utmost respect and love it's weird too like people are very much individuals musically and uh there's like a lot of basement shows and just really underground stuff going on um a lot of really cool musicians out there Mm -hmm. yeah i gotta tap in for sure and philadelphia because i know like two or three people now in philadelphia now you're another one so i'm like i feel like i gotta get more tapped in with them as well but Oh, yeah, for sure. There's always open mics. There's always artist showcases going on here. So much. Yeah, totally. Definitely, definitely great to see uh, it thriving, honestly, both cities. So that's great to hear. Uh, Here's a great question. Uh, I've been asking this recently to a lot of songwriters. Uh, What do you think at the end of the day, like when someone hears one of your songs, what do you think your lasting impact on them is? Like, Like when someone hears one of your records, Maybe the EP, maybe just one of the songs. What do you think you want them to take away from that at the end of the day? That I'm a human being and they're not alone. That's my biggest thing is to let people know, like, you're not alone. Whether that's me making a song about being happy and love or a song about me facing my darkest demons. Um, You know, that's one of the things I've always been working on throughout my life was trying not to feel like an outsider that um i'm less than and with music i heal and i hope that other people can heal through it Mm -hmm. too yeah that's what it's all about for sure and it's that's why they call it the universal language you know what i mean it's like you don't even have to know the person or have ever met the person but you're like i get what they're going through you know what i mean because i've been through the same thing in a way so definitely think that's the only message that really matters at the end of the day so I appreciate you sharing that. So obviously, you know, all these EPs going to be coming out. 
talk about the hats because they can't see the hat. But I know you wanted <laughs> to mention it, so this is the time. Yeah. Uh, mention that and whatever else you got coming up that you want people to know about. All right, so I'm wearing a Magic Threads crochet bucket hat. Magic Threads is my crochet business that I started around like 2018, 2019. Um, so I'm doing a merge collaboration with myself, but I guess it's two separate entities, Bassinia brand and Magic Threads brand. Um, and I'm really, really, really excited to do this because I don't think you have to be much of a fan of either to wear, or at least a fan of my music to even wear this merch. Um, it's really gonna be like lifestyle uh, and just something unique. And it tailors to the name Sinia and its meaning. So, um, yeah, I have that going on. Um, I have a show on the 29th at Rothko House in Pittsburgh. Um, I also have a show at the at Indiana University of Pennsylvania on the 27th of January um, for my girl Ari's show, uh, Invaluable, at the Kipps Gallery. Very excited to be the uh, solo music performer there. So, yeah. And then I have phase two projected to come out February slash March and phase three towards, you know, the, the latter half of the year. And yeah, more performances too. I really want to branch out, you know, beyond even Pennsylvania. I want to start performing more in the other places in the East Coast, Midwest, West Coast, abroad if that happens. You know, I'm just really keeping my mind open for this year. And I feel blessed and I feel hopeful and I know that, you know, I can do whatever I set my mind to. Mm -hmm. So that sounds like a full year for you. So I'm glad to hear that you're staying active and staying busy and everything. And if you do make it up near Northeast Ohio, let me know because I'll come to the show for real. Yeah, for sure. Don't know. don't know where you'd want to go. Probably Cleveland's probably the only place that I can think of. But uh, I mean, there's other places I, I wouldn't I wouldn't probably recommend Akron. That's a bit. It's a bit uh, interesting over there, but Cleveland, Cleveland's got nice venues, so. Cleveland, yeah, isn't it Cleveland and, like, Cincinnati are big music cities? I'm not really sure about Cincinnati. I've only been down there a few times because I live up, like, 45 minutes from Cleveland, but I live, like, five hours from Cincinnati. I mean, Cincinnati's oh. had some artists that have come out of there recently that are pretty big, uh, but Cleveland, Cleveland's had a lot of people. It's just you might not know that they're from Cleveland, but it's got a nice indie scene and underground scene too. So uh, it just kind of oh. flies under the radar. But <clears throat> so last few questions here. These are questions I ask for, you know, to every guest. Uh, so if you could go back 10 years ago, maybe give yourself a piece of advice or maybe not change anything at all. What do you think you would do? If I could go back 10 years ago? Um, hmm. I... I think I would, if I, if I could have, I would try to go more on a self-love journey. I was pretty young, but I feel like 10 years ago was a really interesting time for me, uh, was dealing with loss and grief and just like other issues. But I think I would have told myself that, you know what, I'm not alone and I am powerful and I'm capable of doing whatever I set my mind to. Um, yeah, I think that's that's what I would have done 10 years ago. Try to be nicer to myself. Hmm. So if we flip it then, 10 years from now, where do you think you envision yourself in your life and your career? 
I see myself being a successful singer and songwriter, um, collaborator, uh, just artist overall. Um, I want to give back to communities. I want to. I really just want to make a, a good mark in this world, whether that's big or small. I want to know that I did my part in trying to help others, and also by helping others, I can heal myself, and healing myself helps others too. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just want to, you know, like they always say, spread love, but really. So do you have any final words of wisdom today for the listeners? Hmm, I would say hmm, you never know where you're going to end up in life. I definitely didn't know I would be here, but I would say just try to trust. And I know it's hard, and I know um, there's a lot of factors that go into the things that we're able to do. Sometimes disparities can uh, set us back and you know I, I try to also be within reality and understand like you know sometimes a situation is just not that great uh, but I try to always I try to think on the brighter side and I try to have hope for the future and hope for um, humanity um, I would also say for artists just believe in yourself trust yourself and do this for you You got to do it for you or for your loved ones. You know, don't don't let negative opinions from other people get you down because that's just projections. And um, music can heal. I'll end it on that. (laughs) Well, very well put. Very well said. Sinya, that's all I have for you today. Uh, I appreciate you, like I said, even reaching out to be on the podcast and everything. And I'm glad to have you on here. Uh, I'm looking forward to all the music you got coming out, all the shows that you're going to be doing this year, and hopefully we can get some music going. Hopefully we can do a part two eventually to this one day when I'm not sick, so thank you for dealing with my sick self today. Uh, no but, but yeah, thank you so much once again. Yeah, thank you. Thanks everyone for listening today. That was episode 90. We'll be back this time next week. As always, hit the support button on your podcast streaming platform if you'd like to send any funds. Feel free to leave us that five-star rating if you enjoyed today's episode. So we'll see you then. Thanks, everyone.